I'm Hazel. Hi, I'm Azura. It's Jermaine. And welcome back to Clarity's Hush Podcast. We are watching our video. We are in PJs again today. Yeah. Na, 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 na. And also, we have our very own Hush stickers. Yay! Zoom in, zoom in. My one is the uh, the squiggly the outline, one, the, the squiggly, the squiggly one. Yeah, yeah mine right. is the circle one. But so thank you so much cute. to the team for actually printing these and yeah, the design here, as well. Huh? Oh, also yeah. can lah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you've been watching our harsh podcast, the video versions, you will know which one is us because yes. we have always been sitting in this exact same way. position. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. From season one all the way to now. Okay, but today um, we are going to focus on something very, very important. Sensitive as, as well. Yeah. Mm. As we all know, International Women's Day is coming real soon, Woo! 8 of March. Woo-hoo! And so today we are going to discuss workplace sexual harassment. That's oh. right. Okay, so here is a little content warning. Okay. Yes, that's right. Before we proceed, um, we want to tell you that this episode contains. Um, recounts of sexual harassment and that you should only proceed if you're comfortable listening to them. It might be a bit sensitive and things like that. Mm. But I think it's important as well. Yep. And at any time, if you're listening to these stories and what you hear is what is happening to you at the same time, we advise that you seek help from official or relevant authorities. And this includes your bosses, HR department where you work, the police if it's more serious, Mm -hmm. like molest or rape. Uh, We also understand that there are cases where the harassment comes from personnel of higher authority as well. Mm -hmm. And it may get a little bit scary for you, but we'll get more into depth about that later. But if that's what you're currently experiencing, uh, we advise that you seek help from organisations such as AWARE, that's also Sexual Assault Care Centre, SACC, who could advise you professionally on your situation. Mm. Mm. Another disclaimer, later I will share a story and I'll Go people. Ayo. Really? Oh. Okay, okay. <laughs> so you need to bleep out or what? what, what? <laughs> uh, depends on what comes out of my mouth. Okay, okay, okay. okay, <laughs> okay, okay what sure. language <laughs> leh? Uh, Hokkien. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so today we'll be discussing workplace sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we can start with a bit of like brief thoughts on this whole situation, right? Do you feel like this is a situation or this is a problem that you actually see in Singapore? I think so. I think we see it overseas, we see it in dramas, we see it in movies and I think um, we also hear about it happening in Singapore and we also see it on the news like, actually. Mm. So I do think it's quite rampant. Maybe some we see, some we hear, some we don't. Um, mm. And I think there's also a spectrum of it, you know. Mm. Um, some are, people might think that it's just words. Mm. Mm. And they think it's okay because it's just words. Never touch ma. Yeah. Oh. Mm. I understand. I think I'm very fortunate of all the places that I've worked at, right? Either I'm very oblivious to the surroundings or I'm really very blessed to be working in such safe environments where this kind of thing really don't happen. Until now, <laughs> lo. someone just touched my thigh. <laughs> I think like like what Azura said, right? Sometimes maybe you don't really see it or you don't really understand that, mm. hey, this is actually workplace sexual harassment. Mm. Maybe you, in a sense, you have internalised it and you have kind of reasoned with yourself that, oh, this is normal. Mm. So I just take it. Mm. And I a think, lot of times, mm. uh, they pass it off as jokes. Yes, exactly. Like you're just kidding thing. with me. Mm. You know? Yeah. So I think it's reported that women in many, many industries in Singapore, mm. not just entertainment industry, across all industries, they've suffered multiple forms of sex-based harassment in the workplace. Okay. Mm. And in a first nationally representative survey on workplace sexual harassment, this was actually carried out by a research firm as well as AWARE, they found that two in five workers in Singapore have been victims of unwelcome sexual advances or remarks in the office in the past five years. Mm. 
That's a very huge percentage. Mm. So that's kind of crazy, right? But first, let's unpack what exactly is sexual harassment. Okay, so um, it is defined as unwanted conduct of a sexual nature or other conduct based on sex affecting the dignity of women and men at work. So what does this include? Unwelcome physical, verbal or non-verbal conduct. Wow, so it's not just touch, you know. Mm. Even words, verbal or non-verbal kinds of forms of conduct exactly. can be considered as sexual harassment. And for men as well. Yeah. Mm. In the workplace, definitely. Mm-hmm. I think some examples, you know, it ranges from upskirt photos. We've I seen know. a lot of these mm. in the last couple of years. Yeah. You've got stalking, you've got molestation, um, you've got kind of like using authority to threaten where let's say your boss threatens to fire you if you reveal anything. Yeah, but then again, then that's not a safe workplace to be at, right? Not at all. But some people, yeah. I guess, don't have a choice, you yep. know. Oh. They gotta stay, they gotta get that bread for their family. Yeah. You've also got unwanted sexual advances from co-workers or clients, mm. cat calling, mm. suggestive names, and yep. lewd jokes that basically, if you feel uncomfortable, yep. it is wrong. Mm. Mm. And sexual harassment comes in many different forms. It can happen to anyone, no matter what age you are, no matter if you wear long sleeve, short sleeve, no sleeve also can happen to you. Yeah. Yeah. And don't think that it only happens to women. Like mm-hmm. we exactly. mentioned just now, mm-hmm. it can happen to men as well. Yeah, so I think this is a very interesting episode. That's right. I think now is kind of the right time to talk about this. You know, a couple of years ago, we had the whole Me Too movement, right? Yeah. Mm. And that really, really sparked something huge in the world. Mm. Before that, I think a lot of people would have felt uncomfortable mm. to even come forward about these things. Yeah, an uncomfortable side, I also feel like sometimes, especially when it's not touch, right? People feel like, oh yeah, is it warranted for me to make a fuss? out right. of this. Am I being too sensitive? Yeah, Am I know, being too picky? Is it, yeah, or like, I read would, too much into it. Yeah. Or how would my colleagues look at me if yeah. I bring this up? Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of pressure behind Correct. all these things. Yeah. So I think rather than brush it aside as a joke, right, which will not change anything in the future, if you actually speak up about it, like if someone said something to me that is perhaps, okay, not about sexual harassment, but a bit mm. racist, right? Okay. Mm. I would literally call them out, you know? Mm. I, I've told them before, I said like, that's racist, you shouldn't say that. Mm. Then they just stop in their tracks like, whoa, uh, what did I do? Because <laughs> yeah. no one's told them that before. People mm. usually laugh politely like, yeah. ah, mm. and laugh it off. Yeah. yeah. So perhaps that's what it takes. So I want to give you an example. Mm. A recent incident of workplace harassment involving a comedian. Her name is Sharul Chana. Okay? okay. So Sharul actually went on to kind of like a talk show. She was a guest. Okay. And a former nominated member of parliament allegedly made a kind of like sexual and belittling comment what kind of comment towards her so in the call before and in the interview right they were just discussing what mm. to actually talk about okay. Sharu was asked by the host about a rose kind of like pin that she was wearing okay. on her shirt mm. and she actually said I put it on to distract from the pattern on my top then the host said it would be more distracting if you were only wearing that rose and nothing else la. basically that's what he meant la, and nothing else so she felt incredibly uncomfortable and there's two things she could have done in this situation mm. one she right. could have just eaten it up and moved on yeah. but two she actually chose to speak up about it mm. and I think that what she did was the right choice correct but it doesn't mean that by speaking up you're damaging your career you know no. in fact I think you may have garnered more followers who didn't dare to speak up previously but because mm. you did you are role models to them mm. exactly mm. I think people might think that hey this might hurt my future chances right. yeah, this and that and sometimes that prevents them from speaking out but after she actually spoke out she got an email apology from from, yeah from the perpetrator and he acknowledged that he had made her feel uncomfortable and apologised 
Mm. Right. So recently as well, I saw this post. I'm always quoting, ah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a post basically to educate people, ah. Uh. Mm. And um, it was they they sort of like quoted this incident where this girl, um, she had a boss at work mm. say some inappropriate things about her. Oh. But okay. passed it off as a joke. Okay. okay. And her father had taught her that if anybody says this kind of things to you, make them explain it. <gasps> so she said, "Sorry, I don't get it." Oh. And then he had to explain. And once they have to explain, it's not funny, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's embarrassing for themselves. Hey, good idea, leh. Huh? Oh my gosh. Imagine if Sharu had asked this oh, guy. Exactly. Explain, eh? What do you mean? It would yeah. be more distracting if I only wear a rose brooch. Yeah. Immediately, oh. he would have been like, uh, yep. uh, Right. You catch them. Yeah. Hey, that's a very good piece yeah. of advice. Wow. Okay, okay. Everyone should do that. Interesting. Mm. Mm. So, have you guys have had experiences like that where someone's made a passing remark to you and you just felt so uncomfortable by it, but maybe you didn't say anything? Only passing remarks. Mm. It can be more so like actually sexual harassment slash assault if you are willing to share lah. Okay, so I'll go first. Okay, I'll share my story mm. first. Um, this didn't happen in my workplace. Thankfully, okay. it happened in this event that I was hosting mm-hmm. years ago in Bugis. I still remember. Okay. Uh, back then there was no COVID, so. Yeah. Everyone could attend live events and stuff, Great. right? So yeah. a few fans came up and mm. they wanted to take photos with me. So mm. of course I was ah, more than happy. Sound effect, sound effect. So this guy, he came out. He actually shows up at quite a few events. Okay. Um, and then he came out and say, "Uh, Inchon, okay, can you pay some time?" To which mm. of course I said yes. And I think I'm a bit more open-minded. I'm not mm. so traditional, conventional. So um, he actually put his hand, I think, near my shoulder or was it like my my elbow? I can't really okay. remember. Okay. Uh, we snapped the photo, mm. and then his hands just slid down <gasps> casually. It was so casual that at that point in time, I was thinking, "Eh, was that an accident, or did he do right. that on purpose?" Oh my gosh! But when he let his hands slide down, right, it actually brushed against my butt. Oh mm. my goodness! If it's an accident, I don't think it can be so coincidental yeah. that you hit that exact mm. spot, yeah. you know? And you would have I mean? said sorry if it's an accident. Like, I'm so sorry, I didn't mean hey, that. Sorry, sorry, you yeah. know, you would yeah. have like... Correct. Exactly. Yeah, but, as well. But he didn't. He just thanked me for the photo and he moved on. And I was just there thinking like... Hmm. Did I imagine this? Okay. You know, do you think he had the intention to do that? Now, on hindsight, mm. yes, definitely. So I actually mm. spoke to a few other fans about this and mm. they told me that he actually has like kind of a reputation for doing no. this. Of course, a bad rap lah for doing yeah. this. So that's when I know he didn't do it um, by accident. By accident. Right. And I wish that I could come out there and then and ask him, what the hell are you doing, you know? Right. But it's because in that moment, I really wasn't sure and I really don't want to make a mountain out yeah. of a molehill, you know? Mm-hmm. What if it really was an accident? And it was only like a light brush and then he moved away. Oh my goodness. Oh, that what? makes me so angry. But what would you have done? I forgot to scold people. Hey, you are, uh, you stop it. Uh, yeah, the next time I see you, do this again. Uh. You come here. Okay, oh, you, you come here and find us. I your face. What would you have done as public figures no but I totally understand you because in that moment right yeah. you're mm. unsure what you're a happened. bit frozen mm. yeah yeah, and you wouldn't want to cause a scene not knowing if this person did it on purpose or not correct and I think maybe perhaps it was a few years ago you were a bit younger as well now right if that happened to you again, whack the fella yeah what yeah. would you have done I think you may punch him scold him at least okay right? la, cannot punch yeah, scold yeah. right scold him scold, and right? I'll call him out la, mm. at the very least because I really don't want this this kind of people doing this to other exactly. women or other girls you exactly. know exactly 
it's bad. But more importantly, at that point in time, I was afraid of accusing him wrongly. Mm, understand. I didn't want to make him feel bad for something he did by accident. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Actually, to this very day, I, I'm still not sure whether mm. or not it's an accident. Mm. But, but if you talk to other people and they also had the similar stories, right? Yeah. Then it's very likely more that... More likely than not. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, by speaking up and by, you know, kind of like uh, mm. standing up against these wrong actions, I feel like these perpetrators would be a bit more hesitant for to sure. do the same thing to other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. So, I mean, thank you so much, Hazel, for actually sharing your story today. Hey, no problem. Yeah. If the guy is listening, uh, you better watch out. Watch out, really. Uh. You do I it to another know his girl. name. Le. But okay, la, let's not. Let's no, no, no. Not. Let's okay, not, let's not, let's not. not, not, not. But we'll find you. <laughs> but yeah, if you do it to anyone else, uh, mm-hmm. we will find you. So, oh, what about you, Azura? Has oh anything like that ever happened to you? Okay, so mm. two stories here. Okay. Um, first one, right? Actually, I wanted to ask you guys because um, this is something I still struggle with. Okay. 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 I get inappropriate comments or messages from listeners on the daily. And I don't know if it's me being oversensitive, Mm. but it makes me uncomfortable. Okay. And as of late, I've been calling them out on air. And I don't know if I should You know, it's that balance Because What is the message though? Okay, so I have stopped reading comments on Facebook Because when I do, it's a bit And actually, I have a friend of mine A close friend of mine Who has like hidden my Instagram from her page Because she says every time I post stuff She can't deal with the comments So she just doesn't want to see them anymore But I think the worst comments may be um, on WhatsApp Because, you know, nobody Mm. else can see these people and it's like one-to-one kind of thing. So the Facebook ones, I don't even look at anymore. Um, Because these are people with like family photos as their profile picture and then saying things like, right? And you're just like, oh, hello? That's the worst thing when they have their children in their profile photo. Exactly. So messages that I get, right, would include things like, okay, last week I was on leave. Mm. Mm. And then when I came back on the following Monday, I got a message from somebody who messages in daily lah. Okay, okay. so loyal listener lah, I would say. Okay. And it's not the first time he said things. Sometimes I ignore, sometimes I call them out. So this one, he took a picture of an apple. Apple, okay. 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 And said, so good to hear you back on air. The apple of my eye is back. Okay. Oh. And little things like that piss me off leh. Is and it? I don't know if it's just me. Okay, but I think it really depends on the tone. It's just me ah. I find it sweet leh. Yeah, maybe... Because that, has this, will... Does this guy have a history of yes. being lewd? Yes. Oh, so okay, he was okay, like okay, cutie okay. and sweetie and like, oh, oh okay. you look so good in that top or that dress or like just mm. a bit chikopet lah, honestly. Okay, mm. but what if it was a lady saying all this? Would you have been disaffected? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. But imagine uh, guys, what if it was your dad that said this? Exactly. Right, it's totally not okay. Because this person, as in I know he's like double my age oh. with a child, a young child who he always like sends pictures of or whatever. It just feels a bit sleazy to me. Like. Okay, understand. Mm. So you will call him out on air by saying? So on that day, I think maybe I was also a bit angsty. Mm. And so I went on air and I said, oh, are these the same words you use with your wife? <gasps> oh! I like that. Did your boss call you after that? Never, <laughs> Did your boss call you after never. that? If I'm always a bit scared, like, honestly. But you see, uh, by saying this, right, did he stop? Yeah. Exactly. Mm. So it worked. 
Okay, so I've called him out before as well. There was once, I think, where he will like cutie sweetie, that kind of thing, and I will ignore. I'll read the rest of the message out and I'll mm. ignore that bit. Correct. But because you ignore, it will happen every day. Mm. So one day I said, okay, let's do something about this. So I played it in a joking manner as well. Right, right, right. Mm. And I said, ayah, cute is not really the look I'm going for there. I'm not your cutie, sorry. Mm. And then he texted in and said, oh, sorry. Wow. Ah. I think it was the right move on your part because you you didn't like scold him or yeah. say anything. You kind of brushed it off as a joke mm. but it made him get the idea that hey, what he's doing is can you imagine? He's thinking like oh yeah, I don't even say this to my wife. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> For example, uh, okay, so that's story one. That's story one. Okay, okay. Okay, story two. Wow, my goodness. Wow. This is going to be a good one. Ayo, she knows the story. Ah. No, only a bit. Only, only a, a bit. bit. Okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, here we go. <gasps> I took a guy to court a couple of years ago. What did he do? Okay, so this was maybe four years ago, okay. I believe. Okay. Or maybe close to five years ago. Yeah. And at that time, so I used to do production. Okay. Okay. Oh. So we were working on a drama. Mm. Okay. I wasn't in front of the screen, so I was behind. Okay. Mm. Okay. And at that time, because it was a long-running series, so I used to like, uh, you know when you produce, there are like many other things that you have to do as well, mm. right? Okay, so this has to do with location. Mm. Ah, location scouting. Ah. Yes. So I said I had to deal with that as well, right? Mm. And because it was a long-running series, mm. it was one of the hero hazards. So it was going to be used for a long time, okay. which was about six months. And because I came in as a freelancer, I used to do freelance, right? Mm. So this house had already been found by a full-timer in the company. Okay. Okay. So when I came in, it was, okay, we're going to use this house with this character. Just take it from there. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. So this is an empty apartment owned by this person. Okay. Because, okay, so basically the story that I was told before Hannah was this guy has three daughters. Um, they don't live there because... Um, he bought the house with his wife when she was alive and um, she had since passed but because like I think either one of them was not Singaporean or something like that so he can't do anything with the house now because they bought the house they lived there and then they did better in life so they moved out they bought another Mm. place they moved out and so now this place they can't do anything with it it's vacant basically So it was ideal for filming, right? Because okay. it's not occupied. Mm-hmm. Mm. And because it was just left like that, so because uh, we had to do stuff to the house, so that was okay as well. Like, oh, okay, you want to do stuff as long as like you reinstate it later. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was how I was being told. So I had never met this person. And then as we start filming and things like that, we still never met him. And at some point, we started getting a lot of complaints from him. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like he would constantly complain and say um, his neighbours have been telling him that, oh, like, for example, the crew has been smoking outside the corridor oh. or that he dropped by the place when we're not around. And then like, there's just way too many damages, mm. that sort of thing. But because I don't usually go on site, so it's a lot of like, and he will always threaten to like pull it back, lah, basically. Oh, okay. 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 And because we're not even halfway through, right? Mm. So the pressure is on Azura. Keep the house. Mm. Keep the house. We need to do something about this. We can't move out now. You know. Okay. Okay. So eventually, when we started like having to pay them, so we pay them monthly because it was long running, right? So we pay them monthly, and then um when we had to calculate days, so the first I think it was maybe the first month or the second month or something like that, like we had combined a couple of months, and then he said, "Hey, I don't think it tallies to the number of days that you used, lah." Oh, okay. So the amount is less. He wants more. Ah, mm. he wanted more. Okay. Mm. And then, because I was going to drop the check off or like mail the check or something like that. And he said, actually, can we meet? 
So I said, okay, where do you work? I'll drop by for like lunch or like after work, that kind of thing, you know. I just drop by too because I didn't want to spend like too much time with this person because he'll start complaining, right? And I want to keep mm. this house. So we need to keep it short, you see. So okay. And then he went on and on that day about, oh, you know, threatening to pull back the house. He said there were just too many damages. How come there are holes and drills and whatever? You know, you've done this, 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 this. Can we meet at the house? Okay. At the house where you guys are filming. Yes. Okay. 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 But no one was filming that day. Right, right, okay. right. Mm. Just to get the check or just, just to, to look at the damage. Right. Look through the damage because he said he wanted to walk me through the damages. Okay, okay sure. Okay. And um, for me to, I had the check ready, but he wanted to recalculate the days. Okay, so sure, we can do that. So I didn't think much about it, right? So I said, okay. So that day, I was supposed to have dinner with my friends, but they had all gone off first because I said, I need to go and settle this guy. So I went down to the place alone. Um, I was a bit late. So on the way there, I was already like, I'm so sorry because this guy is just like grumpy and angsty and everything, right? So I'm so sorry I'm a little bit late. So he was waiting for me at the void deck. Okay. And then the minute he saw, because he had never met me before this, the minute he saw me, he I, I went in for a handshake, right? But he took my hands and kissed it. <gasps> uh, and then Spectacia. immediately tone changed. Huh? And oh, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. Oh. See, huh? but you were scolding girl is like that. me like mad the whole day leh. Right. How, how old were you at this time? Mm, should be four years ago. Four or five about years 20, maybe? 21, 22, okay. 23 okay. years. Had he mm. seen you before that day? Never. It's our first time meeting. So she, he doesn't know that you are a young lady. Don't know. Age 23. No idea who you are lah. No. Okay. Don't know how okay. I look. Right. Don't know anything. Okay then. After mm. that he kiss your hands and... Okay. Mm. And also, I was in a turtleneck long sleeve top. Okay. Mm-hmm. So this is to tell you that it can happen. Whatever you wear it can happen mm-hmm. okay so I said okay let's go up so we went up nothing happened in the lift he was talking to me and he was basically saying this and that and I was just like so he asked me like things and then I just answered lah so it was just like okay conversation right and then we got to the house so he I think the keys were with him because I don't hold a, a set of keys so he opened the place and then we went in but obviously because he, I wasn't thinking lah so I didn't take notice of you know whether he locked the door oh shit so he locked the door basically. I don't know. Okay. I cannot remember now. Okay. okay. Yeah. But I... Oh my gosh, I'm getting so scared. I don't know where the story is going. Okay, okay. Okay, so I didn't take notice of these things. And um it is the first time I'm sharing the story, like. Oh, oh my god. Thank you for being so so, so, okay, so okay. courageous. I won't kiss your hand. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and then maybe five minutes in, so he turned the lights on, right? And I said, okay, walk me. He wanted to talk about like everything irrelevant, basically. I said, look, I have to run. Walk me through the damages. Mm. So started bringing me around the house, Mm. right? And then it felt a little bit like you were making things up as well. Like... Yeah, we already tell you that when we're done, we're going to repaint and everything. Why it's are you like making BS la. Yeah. Okay. It sounded a little bit like that as well. So five minutes in, I cannot remember right now. I think it's very, very fuzzy right now. But I think he might have hugged me from the back. Ooh. When we were in one of the rooms, basically, he was showing me something. And then he hugged me from the back and started trying to like kiss me. <gasps> Kiss you where? On your head? Because mm, he was from the back, right? So oh. like wherever he could, you see. But this region. What did you do? So I was dodging and I was like, no, 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 no. But I don't know why. I feel like before it happens to you, you know, when you hear about these things, you feel like you scream, you run, you kick the fella in the balls. But at that time, right, mm. you really can't think. Mm. And I was actually like frozen. I had my, I still remember I had my phone in my hand, but I couldn't unlock it. Mm. And I still had like my bag on me and everything, you know. It was like in my hands because I wasn't there to like make myself comfortable. So I was just literally holding everything that I had with me. So I was trying to unlock this phone, you see. And I couldn't. So I was dodging this thing and I got out. I swam out of his grip. 
And at that point, right, don't ask me what I'm thinking now because obviously I couldn't think, like, I think. Mm. But I said, let's carry on with the house. Wow. This professionalism right wow. there, man. You're one professional lady. I don't know, man. People might say, like, stupid. Like, but just what, run. Did, what did he say when you said, let's continue with the house? Of course, he'd be glad, right? I can't remember, man. Maybe he might have continued to, like, try and talk, that kind of thing. Okay, but did anything else happen after that? Yeah. So, we carried on with the house. Ayo. Okay, no, no, I'm just worried. <laughs> I know it's happened already, but oh. it's just like... So we carried on the house, and then it happened a second time. Hug you from behind again. So he hugged me from behind oh again. And this time, he tried to put his hand up my shirt. <gasps> a long sleeve turtleneck. Yes, but well, that makes me... Like, it's a bit flowy, So right? angry. I have many, many Hokkien words I want to say. <laughs> say right it! Say it! Say it! No. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Okay. okay, so how do you react yeah. this time? Second time round. Were you more like composed? I, I was very scared. I was okay. very scared. Of course. And I pushed his hand away and I tried to swim out of his grip and I said, no, no, no. And I remember after he moved his hand out of my shirt, he groped me from outside. Oh my gosh. What is wrong with this guy? What is wrong with him? Okay. Okay. Mm. So what happened after that? Tell us. Okay. If you're comfortable. Mm. So, I was very firm on the nose, but yeah, still never scream and still never run. Don't know why. Huh? Mm. I think mm. in that moment, I can you're understand. Just, like, yeah. You're frozen. Uh. Yeah. yeah. I was very scared. I was frozen. Too much in shock. There's no reason. Mm. Yeah. So, after I swam out, right, I remember, I said, tell me what you need to tell me, I'm leaving. Mm. But because I didn't know whether, like, I can leave myself, you know, I had to wait for this guy because, like, the door was closed. Mm. What if it was locked? Mm. Okay. Mm. But I remember because this came out in court. So I remember that in the house after that happened, I managed to send a text to one of my colleagues whom I was meeting for dinner. Mm -hmm. And I think I was just like, right? Okay. All the vulgarities. Oh, uh, oh, uh, oh vulgarities. you were spewing vulgarities yes, uh, in the text. Okay, one vulgarity. Oh, one vulgarity. Oh, right. Okay, okay. And then she said, what? Did we lose the house? Okay. And I said, no, no, no. Just call me, call me or something like that. Okay. Something along those lines. Yeah. So, he was very calm and composed. Uh, like, really nothing happened. Never I think do anything on that. He must have been very seasoned and experienced. Oh. Mm. He, he might have done that to other people already. Yeah. So, so, you are the one, like, spewing nonsense. You know what I mean? Because he's so calm-headed. Gaslighting. Calm Gaslighting, yeah, exactly. So, so, okay. So you, so, you managed to leave the house. Okay. So, I said, tell me what you need. Tell me I need to leave. Okay. So, this is the craziest bit, right? Because I still stand there and talk to this guy, right? Okay. And, okay, let's leave. So, let's leave. I still go down with him. Like, he still go down with me. Like, still tell me, where are you going after this? Let me send you. I said, no, 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 please, no. So, before I went down, I had booked the Grab already. And I said, there's a car waiting for me downstairs. Still like, bye-bye me. Let me take you out for dinner sometime. I said, yeah, bye-bye. <laughs> what? Wow, this guy really got confidence uh, I think it's. I think he, he's trying to manipulate you in a way where if he acts mm. normal, mm. then he might project right. the craziness on you. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. yeah, which is just and the fact that he obviously didn't do anything to lift because there were cameras. So you brought this MF to court. So um, after it happened, so I went to dinner. I, w- I went to meet my friends and I spoke about this, right? And I said, what do I do now? And they said, report it. Mm. And it sounds very common sense, lah, right? But at that point, I was actually scared. Were and you I hesitant? Act- I was for a minute, okay. actually. I was for a minute. I was just, I don't know what I was scared about, but I was very hesitant and I was like... How do I go to the police? You know, like, what do I do? So it took me actually one day. Mm. I didn't go that night. Mm. Mm. It was the next day. I think it kept replaying in my mind. Okay. And I kept trying to like, maybe make excuses for it. Maybe mm. deny it. Like, ayah, ayah. 
But at some point, I felt like, no, I think I was very violated and mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have to do something about this. Mm-hmm. So I did go to the police station and um, it was a little bit easier because we had every detail about him, you see. We had his IC oh. number, we had his current residing address. Yeah. Um, so it's not an issue of finding this guy. Correct. Yeah. Mm. So um, I went over to the police station, I made a report of which they did ask me like, mm, how can it took you a day to come there? So oh, like, they actually asked you that? Yeah. I think there is also a systemic issue with this, lah. To be mm. honest, because we don't expect police officers to be trained in sexual harassment, mm. so yeah. therefore the right thing to do perhaps is to bring in an expert on the topic, such right. that they don't make such co- comments like, yeah. "Oh, what did it take you a day? Like, mm. what were you wearing?" Yeah, they didn't ask you that, right? I can't remember. Okay. Mm. Okay. So I made the report, mm. and then so the company was aware of this, and they were ready to drop the house. Okay, mm. that's very nice. Mm. So, after which, I think the police had gone to look for him. Mm. But I don't think it was like immediate arrest because it was like a process, right? So, I think Mm. they like maybe questioned him or whatever it was. So, after that happened, maybe a week later, I started getting spam messages from him. (gasps) Saying what? Basically, apologizing, asking me to drop it, telling me like sob stories of like, oh, my wife passed away, my daughter is ill, please, please, please. But the thing is, he knew all this from the start. What? Then why even engage in this, you know? Why even get yourself in this? And would spam like mad messages and messages and messages and messages. Which eventually helped me in court now. That's true. Ooh, yeah. That's so, true. Because wow. it's evidence. Exactly. It's black and white. Exactly. Mm. So, but he never mentioned what he did, you see. But yeah. I mean, you're apologising. Mm. So, um, what were your considerations when you were thinking like, should I take this to court? Should I make it a case? So, when, when I reported, right, they said, if we have to bring this to court, would you be okay with it? And I said, yeah, law. But I think if he hadn't like tried to defend himself mm-hmm. or if he admitted to it, it wouldn't have gone to court. But because he had money, right? Mm. Okay. And he wanted to swim out of it. Okay. So he wanted to fight lah. Basically, he was saying that he didn't do it lah. So he... And at the same time, he's texting you all these things. A bit (laughs) stupid, right? (laughs) Right. Oh my god. So he decided to go to trial lah. But trial only happened like Mm. maybe a year and a half later. Okay. Right, because of due process and all that lah. So by the time they actually like called me and said, okay, this is going to court. Mm. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And wow, I tell you, uh, I can still remember before going, I was so scared because that meant I was going to see him again. Oh. And you hadn't seen him since? Since then. Yeah. Yeah. But what were, what were you feeling when you saw him again? I remember arriving at the courthouse that morning and I saw him outside the room and he was sitting there with his, not his lawyer, uh, with somebody. And he saw me and he looked at me and shook his head. And I was like, sorry? Huh? What is he thinking? Uh? I really want to know. Uh. You really think you will win? Are uh? you crazy or what? Yeah, no. The fact that he can shake his head at you, uh, like you are the one that's at fault here, is just disgusting. Mm. It is. Mm. Okay, but in the end, what was his sentence? Did he get punished? Yeah, the verdict, so huh? it went on for a couple of days, mm-hmm. but I was only at court for the first day. I was the first person to stand. Mm-hmm. And then I think he was. And then they brought in like the colleague that I texted, mm. um, the, the IOs who were involved in the case as well. So all that, I wasn't there anymore. And then maybe a couple of months later, I received a letter from the police that said that he had been sentenced to 13 months. Thank you to the Singapore Police Force Thank for you. bringing justice yes. to our dear Azura. Thank you. Yeah. Exactly. And very proud of you for making this decision. I know. You are amazing, baby. Thank I you for know. sharing with us. Mm. Thank you for sharing with us. I know it's like kind of difficult and it's also mm. a point of like trauma. Mm. 
And I just want to say to the, the listeners, right? Mm, if yes. you're listening to this and this has happened to you before, mm. let Azura's story be a catalyst for you to go and get your own justice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You can shove it under the rug for as many years as you want, but it's still trauma that will never be solved and will never go away. And it will affect other parts of your life if you don't get the justice you deserve. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I think that now that I think back on it, if I had swept it under the rug at that time, I think I would still think about it until today. Yes. yes. But because I had done that, right? There's closure. Yeah. Mm. I don't think about it anymore mm. unless it's being brought up and I can like talk about it now, you know? Yeah. Mm. Mm. I think there are many different kinds of cases where, for example, in some cases, the perpetrator might not be so goddamn stupid, lah, <laughs> right? They might not leave even a crumb of evidence. Yes. yes. And in that sense, the justice system, they have to follow due process. Yeah. And without mm-hmm. a crumb of evidence, they might not be able to prosecute. Yeah. But I think that, to be honest, I really believe in karma. Mm. And I believe that good people will prevail. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So thank I you, Azura, for sharing thank you. with yes. us on that. That was amazing. So here are just some examples, you know, from our, our own host here at Hush mm-hmm. on how workplace sexual harassment really can affect your life. No matter what age you are, no matter mm. what you are wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one thing that was that happened before, a cameraman actually mm. made very, very inappropriate remarks to a Channel News Asia producer. Ooh. Mm. So this is a Money Mind producer, Miss Park. And this cameraman actually WhatsApped her, right? Okay. And said that she can't be a presenter because number one she has no boobs and number two girls shouldn't be too smart for their own good huh? jokes on you yeah this cameraman must be very angry very old also guess what he was fired oh yeah. good on you he was fired yeah. because she spoke out about it yeah but y- you know can you imagine if this uh, producer didn't didn't say a single yeah. word mm-hmm. nobody would have known and this cameraman may proceed to say similar disgusting things to other people mm. and it would really terrify them for the rest of their life. Exactly. And I think another example was, you know, in the workplace, uh, this woman actually received kind of like unsolicited sexual messages from a male colleague okay. and she reported it up. So mm. she had the courage to actually talk about it but the management brushed it off. Eh. <gasps> they said that, no lah, you are making something out of nothing. Yeah. And just brushed her off. So you need to understand as well if you're listening and you're working in a workplace that would brush something off like that, that is not somewhere you should stay. Yeah. That is not employee yes. welfare yeah. at all. Exactly. And I don't think you're safe, physically safe exactly. in a setting like that. Exactly. exactly. And if you are an employer and you're listening, please make sure that this does not happen in your workplace. Yeah. And that your colleagues, no matter female or male, they feel supported. Yeah. Mm. That's right. Mm. Because I think it also took them a lot of time and thinking to bring up the issue. Correct. Yeah. So at least look into it. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Only one in three victims actually report workplace sexual harassment in Singapore. So there are so mm. many, many, many cases that completely go unnoticed. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know what? A friend of mine was sharing this story because mm. she works in the law firm, right? And okay. when I texted them about workplace sexual harassment, okay. she was the first one in the group chat to say that, oh, it's very common in the the legal industry and i was like really it's very common yeah i mean lawyers i mean who knows the law better than you guys right and you still do it that's that's what i can't wrap my head around but anyways she sent me this article about Mm. how this former lawyer from a top law firm was brought to court for molesting a colleague and taking intimate photos of her no yeah exactly and i was reading the article and this lawyer similar to that the person that azura was mentioning Mm. he eventually texted the victim apologizing and Mm. asking the victim to drop the case Mm. 
You know, so mm. people know the consequences of sexual harassing, yeah. but why do you still do it? Yeah, I think at the point when it happens, right, for the victim, I think shock is completely normal. Yes. Like mm. what Azura has mm. kind of shared with us as well. And even Hazel, like you were doubting yourself when it yeah. happened. You're mm. like, eh, but did it really happen? Yeah, because, exactly. Yeah, because you, you, naturally you wouldn't want it to happen to you. Yeah. Mm. And also at that point of time, right, I mean, you don't react immediately. Yeah, but I, that's what I think. If at that point of time, you feel a bit uncomfortable, then mm. you should know that something is off. Mm. No matter how much you try to tell yourself, was that mm. accidental or was mm. that on purpose? If you just feel a slight ounce of, you know, you're not very comfortable, mm. you, you should speak up. Like, Trust you. your gut feeling, yes, you know? exactly. Yeah. yeah, if like in your gut you know that it's wrong, maybe not at that point, but even maybe a day or two mm. days later mm-hmm. when you have thought through it. Mm. Yeah, so I guess like in terms of the authorities, right, maybe they could be a bit more understanding about why it takes Time. days, even mm. weeks yeah. for the victim to come back and report it. Exactly. But I guess from the police point of view, they also had to understand yeah. like, uh, what the victim yes, was yeah. thinking, you know. Mm. Yeah. Maybe the longer you take, you know, it gets fuzzier as well. Yeah, mm. maybe yeah. they just want to catch the, the, the person as yeah. soon as possible. That's why they asked this question. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. So we actually have some advice here from mm. AWARE, okay. okay, on how to deal with sexual harassment in the workplace, okay. especially in Singapore. Mm. Okay. So firstly, you got to consider talking to someone that you really trust. This yep. person doesn't have to be in your workplace. Can mm. be your mom mm. can be a trusted friend just literally have a second opinion mm. right because now it's all in your head and Correct. if you're alone and you're thinking about it right chances are honestly you might drive yourself crazy and yeah. this is like spiraling to nowhere yeah. correct i also think once you verbalize it right mm. then you really like eh. ah yes it's seriously like i must do something about it's it. not just in your it's head not just, yes. Yes. your thoughts are clearer mm. 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 very true number two you can seek advice or counseling from an organization or a service even who have experience in helping people with mm. you know who have been sexually harassed okay. such as aware's workplace harassment and discrimination advisory this is a free service it can even just be for emotional support maybe you're not looking to take legal action it was something mm. that happened 10 years ago okay but you kind of want to get over that trauma mm. right. they can help you with such things mm. but if you need legal help, they can also help you. Nice. Fantastic. Number three, if this happened in the workplace with someone that, you know, you work with, I think it's good to review the company's internal workplace sexual harassment policies. Mm. If there even is one. If there is not one, then yeah, there should be. Mm. Mm. So if, if, you know, you kind of have reasoned with yourself and you're going to approach HR, right? Yeah, take this chance as you know, a way to impact change in your workplace such that next time, like, your juniors that join, right, mm. they won't go through the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, for example, for Azura, like, if mm. she did not do that, this guy could have still been renting locations mm. to your company. Mm. And those 18, 19-year-olds who Ayoh. go into the company might Interns, be facing... You know, correct. Yeah. People who... Students. Who, yeah, who may be even more afraid to speak up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Another thing would be to document everything that you can. Oh, I think if yes. it's mm. just happened, mm. right... Very important. I mean, now we've literally got digital footprint everywhere. Yeah. You can screenshot everything, mm. all get everything down in black and white, do voice memos, whatever that you can to protect yourself mm. because you are important. Like what Azra mentioned just now, her memory is getting fuzzier mm. of yeah. the, the incident, right? So, uh, you know, this happens, so we should definitely just write down. Mm. But I guess one important reason uh, why women especially, we are afraid to report incidents mm. is because we are afraid of revenge. Yeah. What if, I mean, Azra, have you ever considered what if this asshole, right, after yeah. coming out from jail, 
Correct. He comes and stalk you Correct. and cause hurt or harm to Correct. you. Have you ever considered this? I have thought about it actually. Is the, he out of jail? He is. He should 13 be out months, now, I think. 13. One, yeah. three. And so I do believe like he's out now. Yeah. And like, I think it's scary also. Mm. Right. Because I mean like, people know where we work, you know. Mm. And not say our face very hidden lah. So if he wants to hunt me down, I think it's quite easy. So that scares me a little bit. But as of now, thankfully nothing has happened. But I also, I cannot imagine how hard it must be for others to, you know, step forward and make a report or Mm -hmm. to tell people. Because even for myself, right? I mean, we consider ourselves one of the louder ones, Mm. the more confident in ourselves, Mm -hmm. the more, you know, vocal ones. Mm. But at that point, ah. Wow, I really was very scared. And mm. I became this person that I never thought I was going to be. Because in our heads, it was always, you do this, you do this, you whack the fella, you run yeah. out, mm. you scream, you <laughs> run to the police. Yes. There's nothing to be afraid of. Yes. Yeah. But when it happens, wow. Mm. So mm. I cannot imagine for people who are already a little bit more shy or a little bit more yeah. timid to begin with. Or imagine if it's your boss. Yeah. You know, you'd be very afraid of retaliation, yeah. getting fired, mm. you know, getting a bad rep exactly. and not being able to be hired and stuff like that. Exactly. Mm. But I don't think that, I think a lot of that exists in our mind. Yes. Yeah. And when justice is truly served, right, the yeah. fact is that people wouldn't want to work with your perpetrator. Yeah. They mm. want to work with you. You mm. were not at fault. No matter what you were doing, no matter what you were wearing, mm. you were not at fault. Because don't teach your daughters not to wear this and that teach your sons to keep their dicks to themselves (laughs) (laughs) it's true no it's true it's true you can't normalise it you know once you normalise it there's no change that's going to happen from there so we've also discussed that women there are a lot of reasons that women might find you know to be a bit hesitant when it comes Mm. to reporting right so we encourage you definitely if you're listening right now if you want to speak to you know someone on the Clarity team Mm. we'll keep your your stories confidential as well we'll see how we can help you we can even just be a listening ear if it's something that happened long ago so yeah feel free to DM us at itsclarity.co okay so to wrap off this episode right what would be your advice to people who have experienced sexual harassment. Hazel, what would be your advice if, let's say, right, someone experienced the same thing, similar thing, Mm. where Mm. it's kind of like a a physical touch kind of sexual harassment, but a touch and go. A touch and go. Mm. Exactly because it is a touch and go, Mm. I I still cannot be sure whether it's uh, Mm. on purpose or by accident, Mm. but I would tell that person, give him the benefit of the doubt just this once. If it ever happens again, Mm -hmm. then you know for sure it is no accident Mm. and you have to report it. I understand. Mm. So this is what I would say. And also, if you have friends coming to you uh, Mm. with their personal experiences of uh, being sexually harassed, Mm. just try to give them a bit more empathy. Mm. Try to put yourself in their shoes and no matter how clear you think the solution is no what the guy run for it and then go to the police Mm. just understand that in that moment Mm. when things just happen Mm. it's a bit hard for the victim to react there and then on the spot and we would not ever know this feeling until we are in it ourselves Mm. which i hope none of us have to experience this like ever in our lives Mm. azura what about you let's Mm. say if someone is like maybe an intern working young just entered the workforce And someone of a more powerful position right. actually sexually harassed them. Mm. I'd say don't be afraid to stand up for yourself, even if at that point of time, right? You know, you may think that your your actions were questionable because that was what I thought about a lot. Mm. Like I thought, like, wow, I will be questioned on why I still stayed. 
like it doesn't make sense why was right. i still there why, why didn't i run mm. exactly okay 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 yeah but i hope you know that i think at this point enough people have come out to share their stories and i think we understand a little bit better i think people are more empathetic as well that we understand and we know that at that point of time you can't react the way you think you would have mm. and if you think that your actions were questionable or anything like that don't let that stop you from mm. coming forward because whatever happened still happened it's yep. still valid it's still wrong and you should still speak out about it definitely i think your safety really really comes first mm. and you know i would love to get to the root of the problem which is that when we were young right i don't remember anyone teaching me about sexual harassment mm. and i didn't know how to identify sexual harassment you know yeah, i've been actually, molested yes. in like mrt before oh when i was like 12 years old i didn't even know i was being molested right. but so, how did you eventually know that mm. oh because an auntie saw it and she shouted at me she said get off the train she asked me to get off at oh. the next stop to get away from the perpetrator oh. no but it's not workplace so basically right. what i'm saying is that if you're listening you have younger siblings teach them this is very important you need to teach them how to identify sexual harassment mm. sexual assault what can they do to kind of like in that moment to understand that hey this is an assault against me mm. whereas if let's say uh, like as a 12 year old i wouldn't even know like right. that guy you know touched me and stuff right. i wouldn't even know i would have just gone on my day and like oh like that no right. yeah so educate your younger siblings your yeah. children on what exactly it entails mm. so that they are able to identify and to come back to you and tell you yeah. what exactly think, happened mm, this yeah. happened mm. to me I also read something, especially for like younger kids, you know. I read this thing where they said as parents, like don't use, you know, like code names or like code words for like your private parts and things like that. Oh. Use the actual term mm. because if they know the words, mm. first of all, the assaulter would be more afraid to do it because they know this person knows mm. this vocabulary. Okay. And they can also come back and tell you more specifically. Yeah. Oh. Hey, can you remind me that when I have a child okay, next okay. time? I'm okay. afraid I will forget. I think your child can. I feel like okay. Azura. <laughs> I feel like Azra has given us a lot of very good advice. Yeah. Like asking the person, what do you mean mm. when someone says something offensive? Yeah. I'm going to try that next time. Yeah, right? exactly. Just play dumb. Sorry, I don't understand. Can you explain to me? Yes. Mm. Oh my goodness. I'm going to explain, like ask them to explain mm. it. Yeah, very Just good. Lah, very good. Mm. So yeah, we hope that this episode has been helpful to you. We hope that it shed some light. And if you have experienced sexual harassment before, we are so sorry to hear. Mm. But please know that it's very important to come up and most importantly, get closure for yourself. Yeah, I think a lot of females in Singapore whether in the workplace or not have experienced some form of sexual harassment or assault mm. um, but because most of us tend to sweep it under the rug mm. yeah, it's quite a heavy topic that we're talking about here yes. today but just know that we are here for you no matter mm. what it is you're going through no matter how many people believe you or don't believe you we are here for you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. men and women alike okay exactly. but uh, we are celebrating International Women's Day so yes. happy yeah, International happy Women's International Day, Day. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to us once again I'm Hazel I'm Azura I'm Jermaine and we'll see you next time on Clarity's 